Lime, duh. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Let's go home, baby. Hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calmania, woo. Calmania, bro. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. Oh, I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling that you can check out at adultwrestlingfan.com. Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling. Donnie Wrestling. A.K.A. Donnie Capri from the time I went to Italy. Being prepared for a night she'll never forget. Shuts your home. A.K.A. Don Strowman, the Patreon Don. A.K.A. Donnie Hollywood, the cow maniac. Woo! It's WrestleMania. Go home. Woo! I love it. A.K.A. the modern day goof spoof. Raja. Champion Coming at you like Scott Bakula, baby, baby. Come on, Skyler. Let's take a quantum leap. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, yeah, gabba, 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 wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, 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 Yeah, yeah. This girl, she is mine. And she's fine. Holy motherfucking shit. I've been here for 12 years. <laughs> yeah, what up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy wrestling reactions. Coming at you right now. Hey, breakfast on the nines, lunch on the tens, and brunch on the elevens. You got it, Becky Lynch. Coming at you. All right. Hey, let's get right into it. As you know, not in studio this week, Nasty Newman. It turns out that Nasty Newman was not assaulted or accosted by the cow heavyweight champion, Adam Letterman, like I expected, uh, suspected. Nasty Newman is right now hitchhiking across country from Los Angeles, California uh, to go to Calmania. He will be at Calmania, but pff, filling in. Hey! How about it? Wow. Skyler, pitch Mr. Perfect Aston, the referee for this weekend's main event at Calmania, the special guest referee. Wow. I have been here for a couple of years. I have been here for 12 years. Uh, he's got me beat. You are amped up, man. Yeah, I have several, several beverages. Hey, got a question for you. What flavor? Uh, lime. Duh. Oh, my God. What flavor? <laughs> oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, I didn't give you the receipt. Oh yeah, lime, duh, obviously. Mm. Anyway, guys, couple of, we got. I mean, this is the last week of all of our big announcements. This is the go home show for WrestleMania, and as many many of you know, this is the go home show for Cow Mania this Saturday, April sixth, four p.m. at the Improv Asylum. 
in Manhattan. I will be wrestling Adam. I mean, if you don't know this, where you're living under a rock, I'll be wrestling Adam Letterman, the current cow heavyweight champion for the title. Okay. Uh, Dolph Ziggler will be at the show. As I said, Skylar Aston in studio. He will be the special guest referee for our main event. All bets are off. If you don't know about this, then uh, you haven't been listening. It's happening. Tickets are available right now. Check out Improv Asylum's website. Should be on there. Or check out tiny.cc slash cowmania. Some tickets still available. Going to be an awesome show. Going to be a full bar. If you're heading over, it's steps. Literally steps from MSG. Going to be a fucking great time. Now, one quick announcement about Cowmania. I didn't say. Wear your dopest merch. Okay? Wear your dopest merch because, uh, let's just say, part of the show will be respecting quality merch and people's looks so show up rock your dope merch and that will be a uh, uh, part of the show uh and part of the bro uh, the official Cowmania merch, the t-shirt, is now spoiled, designed by our very own Jabroniak, extremely talented, the creator of the only good Becky shirt, uh, Laura Moran, designed the Cowmania shirt. Skylar, I got one for you. Have you seen oh, it? Oh, my God. I'm so happy you said that. Yeah, of course I've seen it. It's yeah. looks amazing. I got one for you, which is not a special... That is not cheating that I gave that to you. That is not oh, a gift. Oh, no, don't worry. There's nothing you could bribe me with. You right. couldn't even sell me your home for free. I, I'm calling this thing down the middle. Absolutely. You're, Adam's you're a already tried. Of fairness. Adam's already tried, believe me. And he's, Re- not has, getting he's reached out? Well, he's trying to be very public on the Facebook, but he hits me up in the DMs, and I'm like, buddy, get out of here. What are you doing? Right. You know, uh, pay out. You know those lawyers. They always like to settle out of court. So, uh, wow. Yeah. That, do- that doesn't surprise me because uh, it doesn't anger me at this point. I'm, you know, when, when, you're, when, you're, when you're calling it down the line, you can't be. Uh, empathetic. You can't be emotional. You just have to call it well, as look, you see it. I think that we heard your cash in from last week asking sure. to be the special guest referee, and it was great because we needed. Listen, things are getting out of hand here, but sure. the most important thing is that I, 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 I want fairness in this match. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not looking to win this unfair. I want this thing called right down the middle. It's got to be somebody who I trust. And I, I reached out to uh, a bunch of key randomized jabroniacs to be like, do you feel like Skyler's up to the task? And unanimously, we got no one who said that you were not up to the task. So I'm excited to have you there called down the middle. And uh, I don't think uh, I don't think our relationship here on the podcast will affect that at all because you and I, nothing we respect more than healthy competition. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I, I've, I've been going through a lot of changes. I've been going to a lot of countries, right. you know, speaking of scene, it was actually very, very moving. And, and I think there's no uh, better person for the job right now. I feel like I'm the right man in the right, right. spot. And I'm, I'm going to settle this, you know, once and for all with you guys and make sure that the right man wins. Yeah, absolutely. And let me get all the cow mania details out of the way. And then I want, I'm going to ask you about this same thing. But uh, uh, also Sunday. So Saturday is cow mania. We're going to be hanging out after the show also. Uh, going to a local bar by there, uh, 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 and um, uh, you can pick up your Cow Mania t-shirt at the show. Uh, they're also available for patrons right now. If you're a patron of the show, as a bonus to you guys, I give you special access. Just DM me right now, and uh, you can pick up uh, a shirt. Get them before they go. These are extremely limited edition, and we will not be printing them again. Uh, if you ever need proof about that, it's uh, uh, an event-specific shirt, so yeah. not going to happen. So uh, We're going to have on Sunday, before WrestleMania, the official Cow Tailgate. Sunday, April 7th, at Lot G. Hey, what time? 13. 12.30 p. 
p.m. I'll be rolling by. You're going to be rolling by? For sure. Skyler will be there. With my brother. We, we're we're, Met Light, we're uh, Jets fans, so we're pretty pumped to like do a proper you know tailgate. And your brother's so. coming too? Yeah, he's my it's guest. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, all the details for that. We're asking, uh, we're going to have food. There's going to be uh, uh, drinks. It's going to be great. It's put together by our own Jabroniak, Nick Tulo. Uh, 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 we're asking for like five buck donation if you come, uh, if you can. If the five bucks is a problem, don't worry about it. Still come. Don't worry. <laughs> don't I'm, I'm putting some money into it anyway, too. But it's not on me per se. I'm just, you know, I'll put in like a generous 20. How Absol- about that? A generous 20. That's four That's four <laughs> Jabroniaks worth of sub sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Blow uh, my mind. Gaba, gaba, we. Uh, but Should listen, we talk I am going to cut to, I'm, I'm giving, I want to play Tulo's cash in right now because there's all the details that I want to get out here right now at the top. Secretary of State Tulo. Of the show. Secretary of State. 11.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's your boy, Tiptoe with Tulo, cashing in. Wanted to share with you guys all the information for the official Calmania schedule of events. Kicking off Friday, 4 p.m., Brooklyn, 5th Avenue, McMahon's Pub, one block away from the Barclays Center. Come meet all the fans of the Cal Universe, the Cal Maniacs, the Jabroniacs. No one's going to be in the Jabron Zone this weekend. 4 p.m., McMahon's Pub. There's drinks. There's dope WWE and NXT music. Everybody's in your gear. Wear your finest merch. Come on down. Party with everybody before we head into the Barclays Center for NXT TakeOver. Then, Sunday, the official Cal Mania tailgate. Official start time is 12.30 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. We will be getting there around 11 a.m. We're going to start setting up, but everything should be good to go at 12.30. So come down, wear your merch, wear your cosplay, wear your cow gear, wear whatever you want. Come down, have some fun, rain or shine. We're going to be in uh, parking lot G13 median. So we're going to be like along the sidewalk, so we'll have room. We're going to have tents. It's going to be rain or shine. If you want some food, we just ask you bring $5 for a donation. We're going to have a bunch of um, heroes. Uh, it's BYOMB, so bring your own beer. There's going to be contests. There's going to be live music. We got a keyboardist coming down and a guitar player coming down Whoa. singing some music. It's going to be a super dope time. So, yeah, we're just really looking forward to seeing everybody come down. Don't forget to get your tickets to Calmania on Saturday, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. in Provisalem so we can watch Dan Black beat the motherfucking shit out of Adam Letterman. Holy motherfucking shit. Let's go. Cheers up. All right. So that's all the details for this weekend. Um, so, okay. Now, a couple other things. Dolph Ziggler show. Uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler show. I'll be doing sets on his shows at Caroline's this weekend. Friday night, Saturday night. I'll be performing on those shows also. People have been asking me. That is confirmed. I will be on those shows. But come to Calmania also. Uh, uh, check those out. Big weekend. Big fucking weekend, man. Uh, I'm excited to next week when I got no announcements, everybody, but it's going to be insane. Uh, And remember, guys, um, this Friday, me and Adam Letterman will be having a contract signing that will be posted on the Facebook page uh, Friday before NXT. We're going to get that. Cross our T's, dot our I's, get that on the line because uh, he's going to have to look me in the eyes when we sign those contracts okay so that's all that's going on this weekend i hope to see you hit me up i'll have stickers on me and uh gonna have a fucking great great time um blow my mind i'm just gaba, gonna button everything you say with that gaba gaba we now look here's the deal look people i think people 
listen, it's it's WrestleMania. But listen, guys, he might not be your president, right. but he is your <laughs> Hall of Famer. He is your <laughs> he is your Hall of Famer, whether you like it or not. Listen, we are in full WrestleMania swing. Uh, unfortunately, I have a cash in here from. This is the go home podcast for Calmania. Well, I'm glad I'm here. Is it is it the man himself? It's cash in from from Adam Letterman, and okay. I feel like because he is the cow champion, it is his right to be yeah. heard on the cow podcast. Look, Daniel Bryan and cuts a good promo absolutely. on the go home show. We need Letterman to bring it home. All all I know is that WB has also gotten rid of the rematch clause, and let me just tell you. I'm getting rid of it here, too, so we don't have to hear from you ever again starting next week. I'll tell you I, that. I endorse that. But uh, here we go. Adam Letterman. I didn't really think that the go-home episode of the Comedians of Wrestling podcast would be complete without a cash-in from their reigning, defending, legal, and cow champion, Adam Letterman. So here I am calling you up, Dan. Uh, we got the contract signing coming up on Friday. I think you made a mistake here. I think you're in over your head. Uh you know, listen, I, I, clearly I'm in your head. You think that I had something to do with Alex Newman's disappearance when, in fact, that disgusting hippie just decided to hitchhike from California to New York because he can't afford a flight like a normal person? Um, you know, you're beating up my paralegal who had nothing. I mean, the guy was a stooge. He had nothing to do with us, and you're, you're over there beating up. What makes you so great? I got to tell you, you blame me for Newman's disappearance. You beat up my paralegal. You call me the bad guy. Lest we not forget that I was the first one to support the podcast. I was the first supporter. I was giving you money as a sponsor. You had to all you had to do was read my reads at the top of the show. And what did you do? You let your guest shit on me. You let a no shit on me. You shit on me. And somehow this got turned around. I got news for you, man. You need to look in the mirror. You were wrong about yourself. You're the guy beating up innocent people. You're the guy kicking your sponsors off your show. You're the one who brought this on yourself. And I want you to remember that Saturday. Remember our first meeting, I dismantled you. Remember at the Clash at the Beach, I dismantled Newman. Neither of you could take your belt. And I got to tell you, man, you've made one fatal mistake. So you're going to sign that contract on Friday, and we're going to have this match on Saturday. And I got to tell you, man, court's going to be in session. Because you're going to get your ass kicked up and down that stage. Cheers down. You know, Adam Letterman, when I hear that, all I'm hearing are words. And at this point, the time for words is over. Okay? This is about right and wrong. And you're wrong, and I'm right. And I may be flawed. I definitely make mistakes. But I'm right. And it's funny, because I realized it now, after all this time, that... I am a threat to you and your existence. You see me as a threat. That's why you threw money at this podcast, right? So you can control it from your corporate interests and, 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 and keep me down and try to stop me from living my truth. You think you're the first guy to stop, try to stop me and get me in line to be a corporate stooge? No, no, no. Anosh, you know what? Let's, let's come, come on. Let's remember where we are right now. We're in the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. This is where I started studying improv comedy. I left the corporate world, okay? I was an accountant, and I was like, no, I don't like this. This isn't me. I'm going to be me. I'm going to live my truth. And here I am, where I started my comedy career, living my actual dream. Hey, what's up, dude? How are you doing? Are you doing a sketch tonight? Yeah, sketch tonight. Yeah, see? Great. And all these creative people, what are you doing?
right, Citizen Brigade stage, okay? Where I perform every single night, making pennies, but I go to sleep happy. Do you go to sleep happy? I don't think so, Adam Letterman, okay? You're upset because you're just a lawyer, okay? And I am a man of passion who lives his dreams. I'm performing at Caroline's two times this weekend, and that is a threat to you. Well, good news for you, Adam Letterman, because this weekend, you'll be living your truth, too. And the truth is that you are a miserable, jealous fuck on the inside, and I'm gonna give you the outside to match, all right? So all I'm saying, the thing you need to get through your thick skull is that you, my friend, are out of touch, and I am out of time. Cheers up. All right. Sorry, Skyler. Yeah, we're back on, buddy. Okay, so now, look. Let's just get into the wrestling this week. It's WrestleMania week. We got so much to fucking cover. Yeah, might as we well. We can talk about that piece of trash all day. But uh, let's you- get let's get into it. Um, so look, I want to talk about some stuff quickly that are semi semi out of the ring. But I think they're actually interesting things to talk about. Which is like, did you see the John Oliver piece? I actually did not. Did? I, I've okay. been meaning to. I should have told you to watch it. Beforehand. No, no, a lot of people have. It's okay. I hear he, he crushes it. Yeah, so Dipper, here, Dipperstein hates him forever, by the way. Really? For that? <laughs> well, it's, you know, because Dipperstein Cause leaves in kayfabe. Kayfabe yeah. all, uh, only existed. But I, I think that, here is what I'll say. The piece is really well done. And the part of what's really well done about it is, is that you could see he respects the art of professional wrestling. See, part of my beef with the, the last John Oliver piece was that he didn't, he was disrespecting wrestling. A couple of the jokes were a little off. You know what I mean? But this time he was like, hey, this show is better than what you're watching, which I really appreciated because that is part of what is amazing. Something to point out that's amazing is that Vince can do all this fucked up stuff. And then in story, he is like the bad guy. And we kind of like it in the same way. In the same way that we like when Daniel Bryan is a super hippie and we know in real life he's got like peace nap garden. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like yeah. it's the same exact thing where you're like, that is the beauty of professional wrestling. So the more that you're, uh, the more that Vince is uh, um, uh, politically incorrect and morally incorrect outside of the ring, the better it is for the product. Yeah. And that's where I li- I live in the zone of like I like that. You know there's something saying? there's something very which surreal, is, which is problematic. You no, know? no. I, well, I think that you just like what wrestling taps into is like surrealism, right? But also there are some definite like meta things that happen where yeah. where the boss is the big evil boss, and and it's it that is what I think taps into other like kind of the adult wrestling fan. To be honest, that, yeah. that nuance that like. Hashtag Dull Wrestling Fan. 100%. Uh, com, if you will. I mean, check it out. Yeah. Now, for, now for free. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that that's kind of what, what keeps us there. And, uh, you know, that's there's it's such a global entity and there's so many uh, demographics. Right. Obviously, sometimes you're like, wow, I'm watching a kid's show. And there are other times you're like, oh, I'm watching some sophisticated shit every yeah. once in a while. I think the, the whole business aspect of WWE, the fact that like we know they're 1099 is even part of what makes us like the product, right? Yeah. Like that kind of injustice, it, it that, that's what, that's what makes that's what makes wrestling so good. Like, I, I mean, that might translate to sports. Someone might be like, "It's crazy, this guy's getting underpaid or whatever." Yeah. You know what I mean? But no one cares about what actors are paid. No, nope. one's, no one's ever like everyone well, assumes actors. Are, every actor in a movie is a millionaire. Right. A millionaire. Right. Right. Go right. back to your mansion with your gold toilet. 
and stay out of politics. You're like, dude, I rent. I think that that's changing now in an interesting way where like people now, now that people know that Hollywood ever since like Occupy, not Occupy Raw, Occupy Wall Street, um, which my Occupy the Raw, lesser popular, the lesser Occupy popular Wall Street. Occupy, right, right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's the, shoot, shoot, Occupy and kayfabe Occupy. Um, but like shoot, shoot, Occupy, I think talked about one percenters, right? When you started learning about uh, like Koch brothers and shit, right? Where, and then it started being like, oh, for a long time, we thought the richest people in the world were like George Clooney. You know what I mean? Exactly. And now you realize that they're not even touching. They're not even touching what what is the problem. No, but that's why also people care less about actors. Like Hollywood matters. Like their opinions are less because people think that's how much money matters. People are like, oh yeah, Hollywood. Eh, the, the Hollywood's just kind of noise. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's it's kind of interesting. Well, I mean, and then you see someone like you know a guy that that the, the guy from the Cosby Show bagging groceries right. and people. You know, right? <laughs> staging hate crimes to get their freaking series regular uh, check. Yeah. I don't want to generalize yeah, yeah, yeah. us. And in, in the, uh, there's a big difference in to those the humans. Smollett work? Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the Smollett work of the century. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 uh, the, the what, what what town was well, it? Was I mean, it I in Chicago? The Smollett botch. The I Chicago screw the job. Botch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh my god, the Smollett botch. Um, oh All right, yeah. Let's pivot from that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely I think definitely you suck. Think you suck. And you guys, you're Colin Jost and Michael Che, remember? <laughs> yeah. Wait, no. I think you uh, no, no, I'm on the wrong set. Oh, my God. Not on. All right. Anybody, anyway. these are basic technological functions Anosh. that you have let, yet to learn over the course of two years. You should years. know better, dude. Hey, I know. I got a little message for you. It's like you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. Okay, so anyway, well, it takes what did no one did. That what was uh, anyway. That was for you. But yeah, so I mean, the John Oliver piece. The thing is, like, look, there's good points in there, and I like that he didn't diminish wrestling as a thing. He said, hey, uh, he brought up a really good point, which is that the fans of wrestling have a voice. So it is what makes professional wrestling really great. Again, it's similar to the it's similar to the Saudi thing, where I'm like, hey, I've never been. Uh, I've never been a CEO who is responsible for a publicly traded entity entity, and someone's like, here's $300 million. And then you go, no, I'm not taking that for moral reasons. You well, know what I'm saying? You, yeah. And so then, yeah. I and, think that we need to clean this stuff up, but uh, allow WWE to respond to it. Their response was actually not that great. Their response was like, we care about our wrestlers. And you're like, and they invited John Oliver to, to WrestleMania. But you're like, you didn't acknowledge the 1099 thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the piece, so... Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, here, let's talk about something that was uh, 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 also kind of out of the ring. Did you see? I know you saw this. What? The Ronda saxophone video. I liked it. I, I thought, thought it was, was pretty cute. funny. I thought it was better than, uh, yeah. I mean, dude, like, I was just watching her promo when she was, like, chatterboxing. She's like, so what's going to tell Becky? That she always sounds like she's crying. Yeah. It's really brutal. Yeah. And no. then now she's, like, accessing funny parts of her. I mean, she's weird, right? I, I think mean, she's, she's weird and dark. Mm -hmm. and, and it's tough for her to, like, break that to, to you know, focus that. Right. Uh, uh, but this was fun. She was comfortable. She was at home. This is clearly her sense of humor. I, I thought it was very endearing. I think also kind of it was a cool way to use social media and acknowledge like, and also she's been shooting. It looks like she's been shooting it for weeks or something. Or yeah. Because she like it's it's all backstage footage, and then Samoa Joe just being like, "Listen, I thought she's great. On the, like uh, at first I was pretty uh, uh not into the saxophone thing, but she's great." 
Anyway, I thought that was a pretty funny thing. Again, um, I'm a and that's well, rare that Samoa Rousey Joe Mark. is out of kayfabe because he 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 likes to keep it real in front of the camera for the most part, even when he does interviews. Um, but he's probably right. one, of the, one of the nicest, you know, jovial people. Absolutely, be, yeah. Hey, um, talking about out of kayfabe, would you like to enlighten our listeners on your dinner with John Cena? My Santa, what? my Santa with Cena. I mean, I think a lot of people have questioned. A lot of people, the people are talking. They want to know. Skylar Aston broke bread with John Cena. And the main question is, will he be wrestling Kurt Angle? Did he reveal this information? No, we talked about it. I mean, he gave me a very like, uh, look, it would make no sense. The old man, two old men. One's got to put over the new guy. I'm like, oh, yes, yeah. I know what the dictionary says, sir. Um, yeah. He was actually, it's a terrible way to open up this dinner by talking about something that he was un, maybe restricted about right. because everything that- Was that ev- the first thing you said? You sat down and he was like, hey, no, I'm, no, I'm we uh, spoke. Cena. And you were like, hey, you were like, yo, you wrestling Kurt or what? No, <laughs> I, I know how to trickle it in. I know how to bring him <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It was it was me. I've known Keegan Michael Key for years and he, he we were all shooting up there and they're shooting a movie together right. and I was talking to Keegan. He's like, dude, come. It's just going to be me and John. And uh, he texted me a couple days later being like, are you coming? I was like, oh, sure. I'm with my sister. So it was literally me, my sister, Keegan, and and John. And uh, so when I first got there, it was just me and my sister going up to the host's stand. Actually, I have a clip from your sister, uh, what she said. She said, uh, guys, let's let's put this in perspective. These are huge men. That's what she said about John Cena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, don't ever talk about my sister again. Um, So uh, we we went to- You or Cole? Right? Yeah, either. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. So no, just kidding. Uh, but not kidding at all. Um, so Keegan uh, wasn't there yet, and it was just right. John. And it was like walking up, and he's just this big back. He looks, he's dressed like a prince, and he's got red wine, and and it was like a blind date with me and John Cena wow. and my, my sister. Yeah. And Can John Cena exist like in a restaurant, like very calmly, or uh, are yeah. people looking at him? No, um, you know, he got people, he got stuff all day, but yeah. I mean, it's a dimly lit restaurant. He's also a creature of habit. It was like a steakhouse that apparently he went to every single night. He was uh, and he's got the wine thing and he's got the Somalia and he has like so many people waiting on him. He does look like a prince, right. but he's very calm. And, uh, and we had a nice time. I mean, he was actually really trying to get me to talk about wrestling more than I was because I like, so I, I wanted to make sure I didn't just like lead right away with like, I'm a huge mark, dude. Right. So I just talked, talked, talked. And then he said something about he's got to go to Tampa. And I said, yeah, WrestleMania yeah. next year. And then I said, you know, I really like the logo, by the way. And he was like, he's like, oh, I haven't seen it yet. And then I said something like, yeah, it reminds me of like, I don't know, something like WrestleMania 20 vibes or something. Right. And I mentioned something else. And then he was like, so from the last four things you just said, I could tell that you were a fan of wrestling. And uh, what I'm going to do for you and what I like to do sometimes is, yeah. you know, people think that there are <laughs> secrets in yeah. WWE, but the truth is people never ask. So the whole dinner, anything you ever want to know. So that's yeah. why I was texting you being like, oh. bro, you have a fucking CM Punk question. What's the CM Punk question? Oh, shit. Did I have a CM Punk question? Because like, like finally, I was like, ah, I don't really want to, because I was like, ah, I don't really want to do that. I just appreciate like yeah. what's organically coming out because we were just talking wrestling right. like you and I do, except just being really transparent. We had amazing conversations. I appreciated that way more than like, what's the deal with CM Punk? Yeah. Do you like him? Um, you know, and like, that's such a basic question. Yeah. And he kept being like, come on, you're running out of que- time and questions. I was like, 
Um, it's really hard to think like, what do you ask the guy? Like yeah. when, you, when, when it comes down to it, you're like, I got a lot of questions. But, but I wasn't like, I, I wasn't wanna, even like, racing. Observe. I wasn't even like <laughs> racing in my head to be like, oh my god, I'm blowing it. I'm blowing it. Right. I'm gonna kill myself tomorrow that I didn't ask this. I was just like. I don't know, man. I'm just really enjoying like the things that are the way our conversation ended up going until three in the morning was, uh, you know, great. Wow, you could hit one hour away from hitting the Facebook page. Well, I had to go <laughs> home and report. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, talk about wrestling at four in the morning. Yeah. So, uh, did, did so? Did you get any indication that John Cena was working you at all? Did it? Was there any times where you felt work? on the Kurt Angle thing? Yeah, on yeah, the Kurt yeah. Angle thing. Because there's, um, no, there's no chance that's not happening. Uh, in my mind, do you think it's happening? Gun to the head or no? I, I don't know if it's him. Well, I talked to Baron. Kurt Angle's as well. not wrestling Baron Corbin. I think there's a chance that, like, oh, you talked to Baron. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, I he's you know like full on. Like you're living a full on uh, shoot lifestyle. No, brother. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I think that. I think that he's still under the impression he's wrestling Kurt. I, I I I could see a world where you know Vince, John, and you know and Kurt are the only people that know that it's going to be that. You know, right? Like the match card could be on out in you know with right. the employees, but only very few people know that day of they're going to kind of call an audible and and that's how it'll go down right. for the public. That's really. You know, that's that's something Cena. Well, we'll see so, what happens. Yeah. Well, anyway, as we move forward, you pepper in anything. If you think, if Cena had any answers, we need to know. The people need to hear it. He loves what Daniel Bryan's doing right now. Yeah, he does? Yeah, loves. Wow. Yeah, I mean, who who wouldn't love what Daniel Bryan's doing right now? As a matter of fact, I actually, I'm not going to start with that because I don't think he deserves the number one spot this week. All because right. the number one spot this week for stuff to talk about on Raw and SmackDown is the women's... <laughs> segment from Monday Night Raw, which I would say is perfect professional wrestling. Uh, I think it was, in my opinion, we didn't even talk about this yet. I thought it was like flawlessly executed. Yep. I thought it was so fucking fun. And it was the perfect thing where you're like, this is ridiculous, but also why I watch pro wrestling. It is felt dangerous. You know what I liked also? And, and it kept working me. It felt authentic even at times. At yeah. times especially. I mean like something about the cops not being jo clear jobbers that are NXT talent. <laughs> yeah. They just look like normal like like paramedics almost. Right? Yeah, it's a bunch yeah. of like pencil neck geeks. Yeah. Hey. What does that mean? What's a pencil neck geek? What is that? I don't know. A, I was looking at a notion because you feel like you might be one. Or I used to be one or yeah, I yeah. was? No, I don't know. Does it mean like what's a pencil neck mean? Like a is little a neck? Skinny a neck. neck. Yeah. What do you how, do? how are oh, we yeah. going over this yeah. right now? What, right, what, what is this weird, a bit, Dan? Yeah. What a weird <laughs> sidebar. Yeah. You little pencil neck. Yeah. Under. See. Hey, guys, that's how you're making me feel right now. What's the deal <laughs> with pencil necks, huh? <laughs> it's a neck. It's like a pencil. You know it's you, an HP. You can't figure out what's a pencil or not. <laughs> you, guys, you guys know when you say something you've never said before, and then you go, oh, I've never said that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you just explore it. You're like, oh, it came out of my mouth. Yeah, I'm just normally not birth. on air when I sidebar about <laughs> it. <laughs> Absolutely. It's completely unprofessional. That's why, you know, this podcast is what it is. Some yeah. people like it. Some people hate it. Hey, five stars. <laughs> steal someone's phone. Rate and review and subscribe already. What are you doing? Your grandma doesn't know who she's yeah, subscribing to. Absolutely. Well, you're dead. All right, anyway. Dan's, so. Dan's never had a thought he hasn't said out loud. Uh, That's why you got a podcast. That's what podcasts are for. Anyway, everybody, get up out of your chairs and let's do it. Yeah.
He's my friend. He is Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> He's Johnny Gargano. He's wrestling this weekend. Two out of three. Two, two, two out, out of three. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, well, I don't know what the lyrics actually are to that song. It's so funny. It's you just said a Samsung Galaxy phone? Yeah, man. A Samsung Galaxy phone. All right, so here's the deal. So uh, the the cop, I thought the cop car segment was fucking awesome, and here's the deal. I take notes while I'm watching pro wrestling, right? Uh, As Greg, you do. And uh, yeah, what, how are you watching? Just like a fucking mark? No. Um, I'm taking notes, and I literally wrote the thing like, so they, they, they handcuff Ronda Rousey, and then I just go like, I cannot believe, I start writing my note, I'm angry, I cannot believe they handcuff Ronda Rousey. They've just given all of Becky's coolness to Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And then, then they handcuff Becky and go, oh, I'm such a mark. They're handcuffing all of them. Yeah. And then they're handcuffed and then they're fighting each other. Ronda, again, you guys know, I, Ronda can like, do no wrong by me. Um, she literally, when she's trying to break away from the guys, like you said, they don't yeah, look the like trips. development talent. Yeah. She starts, like, she's on the floor, like, yeah. fighting them. It felt like she was really trying to break away. Like, she, it's almost felt like she said, hey, look, guys, I'm going to really try to break away and we're going to really do it. They weren't selling that much. They, yeah. The cops weren't the best sellers. They weren't even, they they literally felt like they yeah. took the accounting department yeah. from, the, they went to Titan Towers and they put the accounting department in, in like blue uniforms. Yeah, which is, but, but it made it feel real because I don't know, like, I almost wish they laid into them a little harder. Yeah. All um, right, then kick them. Uh, Ronda Rousey, give one of them a, a body kick. But this thing, if you haven't seen this clip, if you're like someone who just listens to the podcast and or you like just pop into Raws, make sure on, you go to Monday Night Raw, watch the women's segment. It's so it good. Spirals, it 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 builds, it crescendos so well. It, when they were kicking over, each other in going. the back of the car, that, oh, was, the that was the best. The be that was the best. And also, how do you feel about like moments like that where like the, first off, it was shot really well. It almost had the feeling of like they sh when they got to the back, it was already shot. They cut the tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. But, uh, um, I don't know if they did. Do you think they 100%, did? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It probably felt like it was more like. A live to tape thing, but they, uh, they, uh, Rhonda pre recorded, right? Pre recorded. So Rhonda is in the car already. No, Becky's in the car in the, in the, let's say the, uh, the, uh, the foreground, right? Yeah. In the seat. And then they put Rhonda in the back seat in the background. And then they just have a, a stare between them where they look at each other and they realize, Oh shit! Like we're handcuffed. We didn't think we were gonna fight, but it's like we could still fight. And then they just start kicking each other in the back seat. Something it was so, so cool. Great. It was cool. It was violent. It was raw, but it was also like randomly Dukes of Hazard feeling. Yeah. It was it was shot pretty well. Like the actual angles, I was surprised by when she kicked the glass out. I thought it was a great little like it was really well produced. Yeah, and then so um, and uh, it had a great cliffhanger because you know with the brand split, there's not a lot of continuity between the brands. Although right. I don't know if it really had as I was getting ready for a bigger payoff on SmackDown right. rather than that Becky promo, uh, which was okay. Mm. But um, but I, I really, I thought that that was cool. It's like, hey, what if they stop doing the brand split? Like, that could be interesting. I think they take it for granted, and then you'd have some lowbrow, like, you know, find out tomorrow, you know, kind right. of thing, or find out Friday, which would just, like, you know, be get get, get tiresome. But I, it, it was like, wow, if this is done well, right. I could see a world where it's not brand split, and, and uh, it makes you need to watch the next episode uh, and there's more continuity. There. What do you think the plan is with the brand split? Like, do you think that they do, do you think that they were like, they had plans to merge these titles earlier or they, or, or, or you think, and they're like, well the Fox deal, we gotta, 
My, here's my guess. My guess is like when the Fox deal rolls around, they're going to start unifying a bunch of titles, you know, uh, and, and then they were like, let's just do this one. They like last minute were like, let's do this one early. Yeah. Then we're going we're gonna to put them together anyway. But I don't know. I didn't really know they were going to unify. I mean, I didn't know that was the plan. I, because it's like, on one hand, yes, I always love unification stuff. But then then there's like, well, is SmackDown... They're on two separate networks now. If they were... If not for the Fox deal, you know, then you'd say, sure, merge it all. Let's make it right. feel like one big, awesome product but really it's not it's, it's i think that's their best game plan though if they start mer if they kind of like dissolve the brand split a little bit or like half dissolve it so this way fox is not like why are all the best wrestlers on that show why are they on this show uh, I, see. I, I, don't, I don't i don't think you can get away with two big companies and being like well it's john cena is fighting for the title on that show or let's say probably roman reigns is like these networks are going to be like roman reigns is the big guy like he's only on monday then they bought a lesser product now yeah. i don't know if that's we, i haven't seen these contracts or anything and by the way even if someone put those contracts in front of my face, I would not read them. That is not what I'm interested in professional wrestling. Go listen to other podcasts where they want to break down people's contracts and shit. I don't give two fucks. But I'm saying I imagine there's some kind of plan to appease two competing global networks, you know what I mean, that are both going to be owned by Disney in two years. But um, they'll actually be the same thing. But uh, this segment was really uh, uh, great. And I want to say... Here's here is a beef I have with this segment. It's before Charlotte got a promo where she called Rhonda a loose cannon, right? And then she called Becky a hothead. What is the difference between a loose cannon and a hothead? N nothing, right? Uh, maybe a loose cannon is someone who acts on it more. A hothead is someone who's like quick to kind of pop, but a loose cannon is someone who's a little bit more right. predictable now, and might like, actually start cool. some shit. She called Rhonda the loose cannon and Becky the hothead. Now, is Rhonda? That's the wild card, right? Which is the cool. The cool thing is to be the wild card, right? Like here's the thing: we're splitting hairs here, right, and right. that's the problem. Is that like yeah. Rhonda and Becky are too similar? Just the way that you were saying that they took heat off of Becky yeah. to with Rhonda, and you're like, oh, that's why she's in the cuffs. Yeah, and they, and they and they swerved you, right? They worked you, but like, but but it's the reason why Becky has cooled down a little bit after Rumble. I mean, now they're just cashing in and, you know, it's all about the man and it was really fun to watch the chase. She's still right. amazing. It's so exciting. It's going to be a great main event. But, what flavor? Oh, lime, duh. Okay. Um, but, I but what did you what do you think about what I'm saying right now? I think it's fantastic. I okay, think that you are it's, it's almost as good as this line. Listening. Uh, you know the problem is when you crack a, fr a fresh one. I get when it. you crack a lot. And and by the way, the, the Lacroix will be flowing at Calmania. Oh. That's why people know that I already in the budget. Which by the way, having a budget would mean that we have any kind of organizational skills in this podcast. Uh, the budget is I'll probably spend like two hundred dollars on just lime Lacroix, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and there will be hopeful. Well, I don't know. I might have to get a couple other flavors for the guests. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, obviously, I'll. Uh, uh, and by the way, I, just for the record, a couple people have been a lot, a lot, a lot, lot of people, people been, been asking, asking. me. Key, key lime is not lime. I no, just want to say the key lime extra Lacroix, sweetener in there. Key lime. What is the key lime Lacroix is like? I don't mind it in the summer. Yeah, key lime Lacroix is like. Um, it's like uh, uh, it's like when you buy the T-shirt outside of the concert. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like the T-shirt in the parking lot that the guy's selling, not the official merch stand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it's not. It's, it's not. It's not where it's at. Um, but Skyler, no, I, I I agree with you. I think that Arlen brought something up to me that I thought was very astute um, mm -hmm. about Becky. Uh, about Becky. 
because uh, we're talking about it. It's and the whole thing. It's been very confusing. Like every week I come on the podcast, and part of me is like, I wish I had this figured out more. But it is kind of three dimensional, where it's like I like a lot of it, but it's not coming together well. It's not been. They're doing a lot of weaving, and they're telling. They're doing storytelling that is like a little more bit more complex than they normally do, which I do like. But it's not coming together like well, and it feels there's a different like there, there's a fine line between like uh, like. Uh, chaotic brilliance and just chaos or whatever you know what I mean yeah and they're falling a little bit more into chaos where it's like oh they have no idea what it's do what they're doing or 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 it's like oh or this is brilliant right you can think of it as like film directors and that's that's who, that vague who, thing like, that we always talk yeah, about that like thing. how like Tarantino makes stuff where people are like that was fucking crazy and also a masterpiece yes. and other people make things where you're like they're like kind close. of all over the place. Right. Yeah. They're like Tarantino-esque, right? Right. But then people are like, that thing was a fucking mess you and know, trying it, to be something it wasn't. And, and you find that a lot in this town, especially. Anything something's esque or like, right. it's this means this, which, you know, in an elevator pitch, it's very helpful. Right. Everyone does it for everything. But the problem with that, the bad side, right. is that like, if you're attaining to be swingers or you're trying, you're, it will be poor man's. It will like not be what that is, which makes it work. Right. Because a Tarantino-esque thing could just be something out of order and super messy and bloody for no reason right um, but but that, that's also i mean this is kind of a tangent but that, that is the beauty of just blatant plagiarism which <laughs> yeah. which 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 in wrestling works very well and and plagiarism is too harsh of a word for it uh, uh because wrestling pulls off of pop culture through the medium of professional wrestling but also uh you know people talk when they talk about comedy and you dissect comedy people always say some of the greats will say shit like well, all comedy's already been ever. It's already been done already. You just put your spin on it, or you make it your own, or whatever. And that's the beauty I'm saying of Becky Lynch, where I think where she went, veered off was trying to be a different version of Stone Cold as opposed to just being Stone Cold. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Where yeah. it was like, just be Stone Cold. We, the female Stone Cold is brilliant. Like we need it. And yeah. you earned it. And it was just like, just do it. From every little detail, like this week she came out and it was like, oh, she's cool. I was like excited. I'm like, all right, she's back to not wearing the yellow stripe. But then I look at the shorts she's wearing. And I'm like, what are these shorts? They're like, they're like Braun Strowman, patchy, black, blue leather. And I'm like, I can't wrap my head around it. It was like Stone Cold put, put on the jean shorts, right? Right. And it was like. All right, well, it's because he's the working man, so he slaps on a pair of jean shorts, and that's like, and they don't even look good, but it's like, he's not a guy who cares about how he looks. Absolutely. So you're like, what? what is Becky? She's like, kind of curated. She's wearing like referee socks, which, yeah. you know, you might be able to borrow from her Please. for this weekend, but it's, right? And then last week, she had a neon stripe and like, kind of like a lace, a lace, um... Top, like you know what I mean, like a. a She's just dressing top. like Becky, you know. They had her right. driving her car to make it feel authentic. Like, oh, of course she drives right. this like nice, like light, like tan, like big truck. Maybe you know, I don't want authenticity from Becky. Maybe that's yeah, not what I want. Yeah, but that's what they're doing. She's the man, you mm -hmm. know. So that's the gimmick, right? So, uh, 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 Arlen, the point that Arlen brought up is that, like, uh, and so just to finish that thought, it's like I think she should just copied Stone Cold and just literally the, do, do the stunner and literally say, uh, I said it a million ways, literally she said to say, uh, um, they go, oh, you're doing the stunner now. Uh, and she goes, uh, the Stone Cold stunner, are you a big Stone Cold fan? She goes, 
I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> Something great. like that, right? Like, because she's like, I'm the man. I don't even know. Like, I, you know, right. that would that that's what I would have done. Now, is it nuanced? No, but it, yes. Do they have to do that exactly? No, but no, but that gives you the idea of where I'm saying where it's like sometimes the best route is like straight through. This was like that, like just go the Stone Cold route. Sure. I mean, yeah, you could have made. Yeah, I don't know about the stunner just because. Well, you know, they they gave it to Kevin Owens well, before and- uh, before KO. Sure, and he, but even before that, now she did a stunner at a house show. And yeah, got big it's pop. pretty awesome. Yeah. Who knows? She may, maybe she'll pull it out in the match. Maybe that's how you do it. Because talking about it is like it's kind of copying what uh, a little bit what Randy and AJ are doing. It's right. all about that one move, one move, one move. And come on, the RKO and the stunner are very similar right. moves, even though one comes from out of nowhere. So I think that you one know, one comes from a setup kick to the dick. Exa- exactly. And that might be a problem. Is I don't know if a setup kick to the vagina might not be as effective. Yeah, but if you go Which is low, a, that's, a, that's a that's a yeah. You could kick right in the menstruate. You could kick right in the the eggs. It, <laughs> right, this is a podcast of two men. Clearly, yeah, kick two, right, men, kick two, married, two married men who deal with a lot of periods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we understand, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we deal with a lot of periods. This is what we're saying. <laughs> um, but no, but else. Uh, 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 here's Arlen's point. Let's get to Arlen's point. Sure, Arlen said he's like once Rhonda. We talk about Rhonda stealing Becky's heat. Once Rhonda said she got fake arrested, you can't come back from that. And I was like, that is true. Once she said that Becky was Becky, it was like she got arrested. That was cool. And then it was like, oh, you you're taking fake like you. She looked like an idiot. Yeah. Right. Like, and then it kind of bled into the the. Then that's when they started towing the line of uh uh of that's when they started towing the line of kayfabe and um. Yeah, uh, 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 the line of uh, uh, of like the social media not matching up to what they're doing on the show, right. and then they started like not saying things, and they were playing it in the middle, where it was like just go either way. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, and and that's that's but that's what they have to do. And, and there's something actually interesting about the way. And, and I'm just gonna probably have to talk about the main event scene, right. and I have to leave because I have that dinner with Tim White tonight. Yeah. 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 So I I that's think big. that yeah. Well, I mean, I just wanna yeah. make sure I cross yeah, yeah, all yeah, my yeah, T's. Yeah, yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, but. I, I love the way that they ratcheted the tension in that in that segment and, and on the go home show. I mean, right. they, they weren't allowed to touch. Right. So right. the tensions are, oh, my God, they're next to each other, but they just want right? right. I mean, to. It's like classic one oh one. You know, oh, they're not going to touch. And then they give you a little pop and then they take it even further. Right. And uh, and now they're handcuffed. They can't even use their hands. Yeah. So now they can fight, but they can't even use their hands. Could you imagine what it's going to be like when they can use their hands? Yeah. This Sunday, WrestleMania. That's a WrestleMania coming at you. Gabba, gabba, wee. Yeah, but I think, and by the way, I just want to say, it sounds like we're being like overly negative here, but we're, I'm actually, uh, I, when we, when I, I've noticed in the podcast and anytime I give notes of notes, we've talked about this actually, whenever you are over noting something, right? If I'm, I'm like, uh, uh, teaching improv or something, you're thinking about a scene for a while, it starts feeling like you don't like it. It was bad, and that's why you're like, there's so much to say. Actually, things that are really close that you like, that you want to perfect, are things you over talk about is what I've noticed. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. So I actually this the women deserve to main event. This segment was perfect. Got me so pumped for it. And actually, there is kind of a beauty ultimately in the chaos of like we can't pin these characters down, but it feels like they are the most important women wrestlers of all time, yeah. and they're wrestling uh, uh, for completely different amazing reasons like charlotte is the pedigree she is the the she is inarguably the best female wrestling talent 
in the world. Probably. She's, our, she's the goat, dude. Right? I mean, it, it, this was Becky's year, and Ronda came, and you know, it was very exciting. But right. we all know her career is going to be short lived. I think the world of Becky Lynch. What an unbelievable place she's come to from when I saw her at SummerSlam, and she wasn't even on the card. Yeah, and and, and she was just chilling at catering. And now she's main eventing right. WrestleMania. She's an example of of right of that of heart. Like she is heart, and she is winning over the fa- the crowd. As forget about her in ring talent. Her ring ring talent is not as good as I mean I'd argue as the two of them I know we'll get into a whole debate about it because people say Ronda sloppy blah 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 but she's not as she's not athletic like Ronda Rousey you know what I'm saying but it doesn't even matter she is that winning the crowd which is a perfectly valid way to get over in professional wrestling and then Ronda Rousey is the uh the crossover talent. Yeah. She's like the Kurt Angle. So it, it is like the three, which by the way, if I was WB, that would be part of the story I'm telling in promo packages, which is like, these are the, the three faces of, of, wrestling talent. It's These perfect. are the three archetypes. We have fast twitch. We have fast twitch muscle fiber. Right. You know, we have we have the heart fast and fast twitch muscle fiber. That's Ronda, that's Ronda yeah, Rousey's yeah, yeah. judo baby. Yeah, yeah. Then you have then FTMF. you have FTMF. Yeah, there you go, baby. <laughs> She's got that FTMF. Come on, coming at you. You got the legacy, you got the goat, you have the history, you got yeah. the then now and forever. Yeah. And then you have the lightning in the bottle magic that like only only, you know, Nia Jax's potato could right. have given you that image and now that is forever there she will be a hall of famer and we will talk about this time for becky lynch yeah and anyone that's seen these kinds of things like you and i we can kind of tell we could see the future and by the way there's no telling that that it might not go the way that we're seeing it yeah but it looks like charlotte is 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 set to be the greatest of all time right and also that's why i think there's a really good chance charlotte walks out with that title at the end i of think the night. so too i think that when when they when you look back when vince looks back at this at this moment the highlight reel the only thing that lives is the highlight reel and i watched wrestlemania 25 the other day and when you watch it you realize what's immortalized is completely different than how you feel in this moment and seeing that moment of charlotte in MetLife Stadium, holding up both titles, Rick a flare. You might need that. You know that. what I'm saying? You, you might, might need, that. need that footage. You might need. You that. know what I'm saying? You yep. probably don't want that footage to be Ronda Rousey because she well, might be. She might bounce. Well, but it could it could be Becky. And I want to say one thing about Becky quick because sure. before you got ahead to talk well, to Tim, I, I don't want to hold him. Well, no, because he's at the yeah. I mean, he's like I we're having a drink, and I don't yeah. want to keep him waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you do you guys? What, you, do you, what, what, what are you going to go over? Well, I want to talk to him. I, I, he said something in the Andre doc about just like uh, kind of being a mentor for the wrestlers and, right. and really having their back. Um, but I kind of want to talk to him about more of his um, more of his like his when he just turns all of those relationships off. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, he was he was friends with Andre, but he also had to call his matches down right. the middle. What's that like? Especially when Andre was the heel. How did you not like have that bleed into the match in any right. regard? So I'm sure I'll come up with uh, I'll find something. Maybe I'll talk about it a little bit yeah. when we do uh, the contract signing. And before you go, though, I just want to yeah. tell the people I mean, we were talking about off off uh, air. You were saying that you're you've been doing a lot of yoga and flexing. You're, you've been stretching out both of your arms and shoulders so that you won't have any slow counts. God forbid uh, some jabroni is holding my arms. Right. I could be able to slap the mat with my feet at this point. Mm hmm. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be there. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'll That's be right. there. I, I, I really am so glad that you volunteered. You know what I mean? 
And yeah. uh, 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 but all right, go see Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, thanks for stopping by. Uh, of course, of course. And everyone, I can't wait to see you, motherfuckers. I haven't even uh, shaken tip tiptoe with Tulo's hand yet, so I'm excited to see everybody at Calmania and then at the Cal Tailgate and uh, elsewhere. I mean, the convergence of activity at Calmania—it's unbelievable. The convergence of people, events, all of it to happen in the in the city and on the stage where I started my comedy career. You can't. You can't even write this. If kind you're of stuff. even remotely close to the tri-state area and you don't even have mania tickets, it might be worth it just to come to this. I mean, it's going to be a wonderful. Uh, Absolutely. Event. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Anyway. Okay. Cheers up. Right, cheers up. I got to go to up. dinner. I'll see you. I'll see you in New York. All right. See you. All right. All right. So Skyler's gone. Look, when it comes to this Becky Charlotte uh, Ronda match, I'm extremely pumped for it. Who do I think wins? Gun to the head in this match. I think Becky takes it. Uh, now, that'll be my official prediction here, but who knows? I might change my mind on a thread or something like that. Who who knows? Uh, let's hit a cash in quick. Uh, let's see what this is. Dan, it's Newman. How about it? Uh, oh, I took a Newman. tour from Montana. I think I'm in Texas right now. Uh, not the most efficient way to travel, but I ran into our friend Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, he said he's going to Calmania too, so now, you know, we're together, we're taking this trip. He won't shut the fuck up, he's drinking beers, he's smoking weed, I can't control him. Look, I'm gonna update you as soon as I get a little bit closer to the East Coast, but, uh, yo, cheers up. Wow, that was not the cash in I expected. Uh, it said Stone Cold, but it's uh, Newman. Newman on the road, heading to uh, Calmania. Sounds like he's heading in wild uh, directions. That's not the right way to go. But it sounds like Stone Cold Steve Austin will be at Calmania. Uh, that's an exciting development. Unbelievable. So, uh, uh, okay, cool. Let's get into cash in about actual uh, professional wrestling here. Cow Nation, it's Daniel McCauley, a.k.a. C.D., Danny Mac of the Undisputed Future Podcast, the voice that is your choice for NXT discussion, also a.k.a. that guy chanting C-O-Dub at the beginning of the Adult Wrestling Fan Special. Cheers anyway, out. enough putting myself over. Let's talk about the go-home episodes of Raw and SmackDown. Uh, just kind of drinking my coffee here, getting myself ready for the day. It's an early morning commute, and I was just going over the respective endings to each show, and it was kind of like night and day. SmackDown ending with such an emotional Kofi Kingston and such a determined and preachy Daniel Bryan I thought was excellent. Raw, on the other hand, I'm looking forward to Kurt Angle's swan song almost as much as the next Attitude Era old-school fan at this point. But in comparison to that Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte police chaos, I thought that would have been the absolute perfect ending going into this historic main event. Even giving Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar a justifiable badass segment in their own rights, looking forward to the Universal Championship match, that might have been a better segment to end on a, uh, on a Raw before WrestleMania notes. That's just my personal opinion. Let me know what you guys think about that. And just to drop in, because I know it's not technically really discussed on the show, I was just curious, what match are you guys most looking forward to when it comes to NXT TakeOver New York? Thank you so much for the show. Shout out to the Facebook group, including all you Conan Briefs marks out there, and cheers all the way up. Cheers up. C-O-Dub. 
uh, yo, uh, Dan, thanks for cashing in. And uh, uh, he, 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 yo, uh, I know you're the NXT guy. I would say the mat. I'm looking forward to the Gargano um, uh, Cole match. Two out of three falls. I think that's gonna tear the house down. As a matter of fact, I don't even have NXT tickets right now. Uh, but I, you know, it's one of those things where it's like oh, I'll probably be there. Let's be real. Uh, but that's the match I'm like. The reason I want to be in the uh, in the arena is for that match to crown the next NXT champion. Um, that yeah, and those guys, you know, they're gonna put on an insane match. Those are two guys; they're so pumped to be in that spot. That's the match I'm pumped for. Now, I think they do that with the go home show for Raw. They they they, they stagger the uh, segments because of ratings, like. A lot of ratings drop off as they get close to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So sometimes they put the technically main event uh, segment, they'll put it right in the middle of the show or in the second hour. Um, so I think that's why they did that. But I agree. It's like a go-home show shit. In kayfabe, obviously, that's sh- You know, I hate that shit. I don't care about the numbers, blah, blah, blah. I wish business side of wrestling didn't exist and we just did it for the art, just like I do. Because a notion is I'm an artist. But uh, I would say that... Uh, um, uh, it, the go home show ended very lackluster for a raw. I'm not really sure how that got approved. Like, I expect the go home raw to to mania just to be like every wrestler like punching each other, like the crowd getting involved. Uh, um, so yeah, I I agree, but I think that's why they do that. But that segment was clearly like the way to end raw, or yeah, even the even the Brock segment. But I wouldn't even be surprised if Brock's like, I gotta get home. You know, Brock doesn't want to be there that late. He goes first. You know, he leaves immediately. Um, great cash in, but you did bring up the thing that I want to switch to next, which is on, um, a little show, uh, called the Smackdown. Um, oh, I don't think I have the Smackdown song. Uh, no, do I have the Smackdown song? Uh, okay, man. Oh, all right. Here we go. Instead. The Smackdown. Smackdown. Time to talk. Talking about a Smackdown. Oh, howdy, ma'am. Talk about SmackDown. You, top of the morning. Oh, hey, that wasn't nice. All right, everybody, (laughs) talking about SmackDown. Let's talk about Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston. Now, this segment was hot, baby. Look, I, I, I really love the New Day. The New Day really embody everything that is correct about professional wrestling, even when they don't get it right. They're so fun, right? Think about the, the New Day in general. They execute the free bird rule, which is so not sports. It makes no sense in terms of sport. Like, why can you swap in another member of a tag team? It throws off the dynamic completely. That's not the championship. But it's a rule I really like in professional wrestling. The free bird rule is really fun. Uh, so I love that. The fun. New day or fun. They got the pancakes. They got tons of gimmick. They take themselves really seriously while not taking themselves seriously at all. It's what works about the Bucks. The Bucks have a sweeter spot in terms of that if we want to get into that because the Bucks also do like high flying uh, 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 big risk uh, spots and then they're also funny which is just such a great uh, mix but the New Day yeah so I love that Kofi's doing the, the contract signing and then Big E uh, and Xavier are just in the background just like shaking their dicks around like uh, absolutely it's so fun it's really really uh perfect um and and i love when kofi's just sitting there all serious and they're making it fun so it's like that's the dynamics like they're goofs they're hype men and then kofi is dead serious keeping the feud serious even though they're still having fun that yin and yang really really works for the new day and it's why i say when you give the title to kofi you're giving it to the new day which is 
uh, how I see wrestling. It's like I see it as giving it to the New Day and less about giving it to Kofi. Uh, 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 but I can see an argument against that, you know, so that might bother someone. But Kofi, you know, the New Day, they're amazing. Um, I'll say, so I watched this segment. Uh, Kofi uh, 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 gave a promo. I felt like Kofi was really fired up during his promo, which was the opposite of Daniel Bryan, who was fired up, but also like pretty calm in his whole demeanor and in his face was like pretty calm. Uh, uh, and Kofi got a little fired up in a place where his promo, I felt like was n- not all there. It didn't really matter. This was a very serviceable go home moment. It felt fucking main, main, uh, uh, WrestleMania caliber excitement. It felt, it was great, but I'm saying, Kofi had that thing that I, hey, I've been there. I've been there many times uh, where he was searching for the line. He was looking for it. He's looking for it. So one thing people don't realize, I mean, I think we do realize, but it's like, uh, if you're not an actor, you, you might not know this, but like bouncing lines off somebody else is so much easier and logical than give, giving a monologue. And these guys get these monologues and they're not, actors you know uh so but i felt like kofi had that moment of repeating himself to look for his line you know and uh um (laughs) we all do it everybody does it in live tv it's hard but i feel like there was one moment where he was like trying to get a point out that he didn't get to and i and i think this is really important to point out and I, i i i wish i had the actual script I think this happens a lot in pro wrestling where the writing is actually pretty slick and good and then they miss one line. We've talked a lot on this podcast about the power of one line and I felt like Kofi's big thesis in this was like, I watched you do it. But then he only got out the thing that was like, and I'm ready for you, Daniel Bryan. But it was like, I watched you do it and here's my point about me watching you do it and here's how you got me wrong and then he never really got that out and he was vamping into it and he was like you know I'll be ready and it just became out this like I'm hyped up thing but I really wanted to hear the point that was like you got the title in two years I waited 11 years and I'm not upset by that I watched it happen and I understood and here's the thing you don't know and blank I didn't feel like we got it and that was upsetting to me I was sitting there like with bated breath so hooked on it being like what was that line and we didn't get it now Daniel Bryan, on the other hand, his performance was absolutely epic, fantastic. Uh, again, another like perfect pro wrestling moment for me. All of his points here were so good and well-performed and on game, on brand for what Daniel Bryan is. He's not just eco-friendly guy. That's only one aspect of him. And that's the skin that he wears. He's like, I am the eco-friendly champion. And that's awesome because it's big, it's bold, he's got the recycle sign. But what he's doing, the character is way more nuanced than, um, way more nuanced than I just care about the environment. No, he's a complete liberal snob. He's a complete intellectual snob. And he's a pseudo-intellectual, especially because he's just a fucking wrestler. You know what I mean? Uh, It's like, uh, you're just a comic, bro. Like You're just a wrestler. And he literally has, he's like, I want to say, call it like mansplaining to Kofi. And all of his points were so good. He had the point that was like, uh, uh, the whole thing, um, it was like getting in your head. I know better than you. Everyone called him an asshole. And he said, that's what they say to all the great truth tellers in history. And my brain immediately goes to like all the things I've learned in history. Like, oh, Galileo got arrested for, uh, what did Galileo, hey, Anosh, what did Galileo do? Gravity? The earth is, uh, 
a, 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 a circle? Uh, yeah, killed his wife in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah, Drove yeah, away yeah. in a white Bronco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Galileo Simpson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I got to look this up. All right, what did he? What was his main thing? He's physics, the father of modern day physics. All I know is he got arrested, okay, for saying I believe that the Earth was the center. The saying that the sun was the center. Wait, wasn't it said the sun was the center of the universe? No, and he not used to, the he Earth? Used to have this show where he smashed a watermelon and one of the seeds yes. got in an audience member's eye. Yes, guys, I'm completely that, wrong here. That's what happened. Uh, I'm completely wrong here, but it's fine. You know what? It's fine. Whatever. Hold on. Now this is gonna bother me. I gotta look this up. This is why we need Newman. This guy has to be. Uh, 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 anyway, whatever. The, uh, I'll, I'll look this up. But I think he said that the the, the he got in trouble. <laughs> he got arrested. The boys, all the great thinkers. It's true. They go. They get thrown in jail for it. Right. Even go back to Jesus. So it's fucking brilliant to say it. It's and it's so condescending. He's condescending. He knows everything. He knows everything. Right. And then he had this thing. He's like, oh, uh, the lesson for you, Kofi, is don't be complacent. Don't settle for good. And then he's also getting his head by saying that uh, he's don't mistake fad for reality. You know what I mean? It's like, I've been there. I've been treated like that. All of his points were perfectly well taken. This is what's so interesting about this match, why I'm so excited for this match, is because, God, if you're Vince, you're like, Kofi has to win, but boy, oh boy, Daniel Bryan should be holding that title. We're not done with this Daniel Bryan reign, and uh, a break in this reign is a bummer. It is a real bummer. Mm. Uh, yeah, let's see what happens in this match. It's going to be a great time. We remember they they in the cell. They had such a great match. Fast line. They had a great match. Uh, well, they didn't have a match. Fast line. I'm lying. Uh, <laughs> but uh, in the cell, they, it, it was really fucking fun. Uh, I'm 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 exact. I'm completely pumped for that. Gun to the head. Kofi Kingston wins that match. I know she's going to bother me. What did Galileo do? Can you look that up for me? No. No. I'm looking. Okay. Why did he go to jail? Controversy. Oh, oh my God. You guys, I got to tell you, if you if you Google Galileo, this guy did a lot. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, back to pro wrestling. So, yeah. So, I think Kofi wins that. So, I think the next big story we talk about is, uh, 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 and by the way, uh, if you didn't know this, we assumed it in the last segment, the winner takes all for the women's main event uh so the you know holding up two titles what a beautiful thing um and uh becky i know i'm going back to becky but we uh, uh skyler left him in the middle of my point about becky but is that uh her promo i felt like on smackdown fell flat because first off we their go home moment already happened on raw so seeing her was just kind of like get the crowd get pop but also there's nothing else to really say with her, you know? Uh, so I felt like it was cool. She said double champ, which was the Conor McGregor thing that got popped. But uh, yeah, let's see where that goes. So Seth Rollins, you got the answer for me? Yeah, it says that uh, his son fed pineapple to his daughter and she they found the pineapple in her stomach. Okay. I, that's, okay. And then 
You're talking about John Benet Ramsey. Oh, okay. Sorry, you're talking about John Benet Ramsey. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting, I'm my, about, I'm getting why, my crime confused. Why did Galileo get arrested? Okay, this was at least ten years. So before his daughter that. wasn't a child supermodel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, she might have been. I don't know. You want to look that sorry, up? I, yeah, I, I got to verify that. Too. Okay, look that up for me. Anyway, all right, we're gonna get to the bottom of what Galileo did. It seems as of now, we he ate, he fed his daughter pineapple. Okay, so. You know, the interesting thing here is that there's not, there wasn't a lot to say about this week in Raw and SmackDown because it was kind of like, hey, let's just see Vania, you know? But uh, 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 I felt like, and you know, going into the show, I was a little bit like, I bet these shows are going to be like kind of mild because everything is kind of cooked and ready to go. And they did a nice job of surprising me. But uh, Seth Rollins cranks Brock Lesnar in the nuts. And I thought that was really fun. It was like, yo, I'll do anything to win. And uh, I think uh, it was good. He's like, I'm not the champ yet. I thought that it was like, yo, let's see him beat the fuck out of Lesnar. Let's show what happens. Um, I'm excited for that match. It doesn't have much of a build. It maybe has the least, the least build of any... It feels like the least amount of build, uh, um, but it's just been spread out for a long time. And that's really the big conversation to have. It's my main point here. And we talked about it before. Is the Royal Rumble too far away from WrestleMania in the current state of product with two shows a week, uh, two Royal, Royal Rumble winners? Is it too much, too many weeks to fill? Uh, you're selling all these tickets, so people expect you to see these stars. So putting them on ice is kind of hard. Uh, you got an answer for me, Galileo? Uh, Galileo. Uh, let's yeah. see. Looks like you got uh, something there. Give me, come back to me. Come back to me. Oh, okay. I'm getting okay. close. I'm getting okay. close. Okay. Seems okay. like you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. Okay. Uh, that was not. That was not right. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's like Becky could. The more weeks that go by, the more opportunity they have to blow it. But my, you know, I think that, I don't think the Royal Rumble is, I, I want to just say, going into this WrestleMania, which I'm extremely excited for, I've, uh, I don't, I just want to say, I don't think the big problem is that the Royal Rumble is far away. I don't think that's the big problem, uh, okay? Because you could just have weeks where you book Becky or who, or Seth Rollins, just book them in matches that are like, uh... Just to show they're they're tuning up, they're getting good. Show them getting do more minor storytelling. Show them working on new moves that they're gonna bust out at Mania, or maybe failing a big spot that they're gonna try. It's like I'm working on this move, like something like that. Remember, like they are attempting to wrestle, so we could do stuff like that. The prop, the big, big, big problem with this WrestleMania is something I talked about. Is half-assed McMahon uh, interactions. Which is like Vince just popping in a little bit. Stephanie being a little involved where you're like, wait, what, what? And then you start thinking about the structure, like, like kind of like Newman brought up. You start thinking about the structure of WWE where it's just like, oh, wait, who's mad about this? What? And it's not just a fight, right? Like Seth and Brock, that one's fine. It doesn't need, it doesn't have any McMahons involved. So story-wise, you're just like, that's just a fight for the title. He earned a spot. It's a number one contender versus a champion. It doesn't need a McMahon. That's kind of the, the what makes it so clean, right? Look at AJ Orton, which is another match I'm excited for. It's just kind of clean, right? But then you have the Miz match with Shane that I'm not excited for at all, personally, uh, even though I love the Miz, because um, I feel like Shane's, like, his heart is not fully in it. You know, compare, like, a guy like Shane to, like, the energy guys like 
are going to bring the NXT guys are going to bring in. Now, don't get me wrong. Shane's going to be good for a good big spot. That's the beauty of Shane is, you know, he's going to jump off of like Titan Towers or something, you know, like he's going to, he's going to uh, uh, do something beautiful, you know, uh, 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 it'll do something where you're like, oh, that was, that was cool. But you, you feel that he's not fully vested in what he's doing. So, I don't know. You know, he's very lackluster. He's very dry. He's very dull on the mic. He's very, like, dead-eyed. It's like he's, like, witnessed a murder and is trying to get back to work. You know what I mean? So, that's how I feel about his. I mean, especially as a heel, there's no fire in his heel work. He's just calling himself best in the world. I, I, you know, I'm not really into it. But also, it's like Stephanie and... And 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 Triple H were like kind of involved in the Becky stuff, but then they they went away. And then Vince is involved in the Kofi's thing, and that was like a little sloppy. It's like the McMahons need notes, and no one's giving them notes, and they're also not there for the story. They're there when they're there. Uh, they need to be there. If you're fully involved in these stories, you need to be there. We need Vince like ringside watching Kofi, or we need Vince. So uh, you know, especially when you're leading to WrestleMania, which is a larger than life event, we need to feel like it has max importance. And so, I you know, that's that's my thing is that I just I feel like the the, the wants of the McMahons are a little sloppy, and they oversee the whole show. So that that I think that's one of the big things they need to work on going forward. I'm all for a Triple H Batista match. That's good, but then it's some Triple H wearing a lot of hats. You know? Oh uh, no, she got something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Galileo, 15th century Italian astronomer, physicist, yeah, and now engineer. Sounds like we're more in the ballpark. No, okay, we're here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, during his time with the Atlanta Falcons, he had a right. dog fighting ring. Yes. And he got arrested for that, and his basically his football career was over wait, after that. Wait, 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 wait. That doesn't sound. That almost sounds right, but I don't think that's. I think that's Michael Vick. Uh, you might be right. I'm I sorry. I, I might Lay. be. Uh, I'm but you look, got closer. I'm looking up. That was in the 15th century. I'm looking, so at, I'm looking at 123news.com. Is that? That's no. That's a legit source. But I think that uh, you might be. Maybe you're one two three. Oh, I think it's one two three. Net. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep looking. Come yeah. back. Come back to me. Come anyway, back. Anyway, let's. Uh, uh, let's yeah. Let's get a. Uh, let's get some cashes in. Let's hear from you guys. It's the go home show, baby. <laughs> Hey, Cal Nation, this is Austin Jones coming at you from Knoxville, Tennessee, home of the devil's favorite mayor, Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, my God. Mania, just like everybody else. But in my heart of hearts, I just think Daniel Bryan's going to win that championship. I just know it. I just feel it. And I'm not sure why. Again, I want Kofi to win, but I think it's going to be Daniel Bryan. Does anyone else feel this way? Uh, please let me know. Love you guys. Cheers up. Yo, cheers. Jack McBrayer, a fan of the show. Cheers up. So, uh, Daniel Bryan, yeah, look, man. I, 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 look, if I'm being fully honest with you guys, I'm. you guys can tell I'm loving the work of Daniel Bryan right now. I think when you, when you do work this good, you should be rewarded. But also, Kofi is like due. So, but then, like, so is Becky. So, it's like, uh, you know... It feels like, uh, uh, you know, I'm conflicted. I'll be extremely happy if Kofi wins, though. But, uh, yeah, no, man, I, my main question is, did you vote for Kane? Because <laughs> I honestly would have a whole, I really am still live such a kayfabe lifestyle. I really would have a hard time if Kane was the uh, on the ballot there. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, I got to vote for Kane. I got to say I voted for Kane. But, like, can't vote for Kane. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> great. Let's hear another cash in. Hey, Cow Nation, what's going on? This is Braddy Mac, the 
producer, Jabroniak, and uh, just a couple of thoughts leading into WrestleMania weekend uh, regarding the uh, past two shows. Um, I think it's going to be representative of uh, how it's going to be with the Fox merger when our SmackDown goes over there. Superstars were all over the place. Rey Mysterio was on Raw. Uh, Alexa Bliss was on SmackDown. Um, Smack it down. And so I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, sanity. Uh, Eric Young looked absolutely pedestrian. He should have his mohawk and his beard and those crazy eyes. He looked dangerous. Now he just looks like some jabron that I uh, service at the uh, hoagie shop. Get him an Italian uh, sub, you know? Yeah, I know. Um, NXT superstars. They still have the NXT graphics for uh, for Ricochet and Aleister Black. And speaking of Aleister Black, what did you guys think of that creaky board when he rose up at the beginning of his song? I thought it was just terrible. They went to public domain or went to some city with some uh, Halloween uh, sound effects and just added that creaky door. Uh, that was brutal. Um, so, guys, good luck this upcoming uh, weekend, gosh, at Calmania. Uh, Dan Black, I hope you get that title back from that disgusting low-life lawyer. Cheers up. Cheers up. Yeah, that's actually the next thing I had written down was talking about Aleister Black's creaking wood noise. I mean, uh, again, uh, uh, look, I, I think conceptually, I like it. Conceptually, it's like, oh, uh, like it's a, a opening of a casket or something. I think it is cool, but the, you're right. It, it sounds too Halloween. It, it, like, it doesn't fit. It doesn't look like wood, so it's like weird and distracting. And it's kind of a symbol of them of how like Vince just does not get like a nuanced character, like a guy who was like Aleister Black, which is like the cool thing about Aleister Black is that he's like, he, he, he is like a demonic guy, but he also is just also kind of normal. Like, right. Like he's not, he's not like a, he's not gangrel. You know, he's a guy, he's married, he talks about depression, anxiety, he's fully three-dimensional, but he also might believe in Satan, uh, 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 that might be, like, his religion, like, you have your religion, but I, I, I feel like it's, it's off, but then also they, if you notice, they added, like, a, like, some kind of, like, Marvel sound effect to Ricochet also, they're, like, trying to make them both, like, uh, their their theme music's gonna be the monster mash in two seconds. It's a it's off. It's a cool idea. I'm all for like trying to have fun with it. But Alistair's Black entrance is just perfect. So just don't fuck with it. The guy knows what he's doing. I just don't understand what Vince is like. Just don't fucking fix things that aren't broken. Um, those guys are shoehorned into some kind of match. Uh, you know, uh, uh, a four way match uh, 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 for the, the t- whatever. I don't know. They they do everything wrong with the, the I'm sorry with the WrestleMania booking, just this thing of they must be just so scared to lose talent to AEW or something. It's like all these wrestlers are always asking to leave that like they're like we got to give them WrestleMania matches because clearly they know the match at WrestleMania is Revival versus Ricochet and Aleister Black. Like if you want to do a tag match, that's the match. People, I'd be like, yo, fuck, I'll I'll watch that. That's the match. So just do it. Uh, then they have like four, the more people you have in the ring, the less people care. It's just, it's too much of everyone gets a turn. Everyone gets to be involved. And it's like kind of crazy. Cause it feels like the opposite of Vince's personality, which is like, you know, running it like this deep meritocracy. But I, I, I don't know so many matches thrown together, but so many great, but the, all the top matches I care a lot about. And 
it feels like you don't really know who is going to win. Um, uh, uh, um, cool. I want to talk about this. Um, God, let's talk about Finn Balor for a second. It's so clear I'm not a Finn guy. Obviously, I like Finn, but I mean, that demon thing with him like sticking his mouth out, it was fucking awkward. And it was the complete opposite of what makes Finn cool. And announcing the demon is not cool. Don't announce the demon is coming. Fine, put him in promo ads because it looks cool for a poster. But still, we still might be like, they're just putting it in the poster. I'm not 100%. Even if we are. But when you go, he's wrestling the demon, it ruins the whole thing that the demon comes out. The demon is like the RKO of gimmicks. It's out of nowhere. Like, it happens. He doesn't have control of it. I think that's so sloppy. And whenever Finn tries to do something supernatural, that is not the charm of Finn Balor. Finn Balor's a hot guy. He's cool. He's the guy you want to have a fucking smoothie with, not a beer. The guy definitely doesn't drink beer. So it's a little bit off. Um, uh, 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 uh. So, yeah. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's hear another cash in. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, ladies, whether you're driving a Penta or driving a Mercedes, Sadies, what's going on, Cal Nation? This is my cash in. My name is Christopher, Mr. Christopher from Myrtle Beach, South Kakalaki. That's right. And something I want to say, Dan, is that <laughs> are you, you understanding so that for the hard work that you put in with this show? Because honestly, brother, um, there's many, many podcasts out there that quite frankly don't get it right. But guess what, brother? You get it right. So thank you for what you do. Also, something I've been uh, Listen to and thinking about is with, with what you're saying with the lack of direction with the creative with WrestleMania. Would you suggest maybe bringing in somebody such as, which I don't know, maybe Vince Russo, the most successful writer in the history of pro wrestling? Or who would you bring in to right the wrongs, so to speak, whenever it comes to storytelling. Because without a shadow without a shadow of a doubt, this is we obvious. have the most athletic core group of wrestlers we've ever had in our life. But but like the guy on the street brother is that these guys seem like they're doing gymnastics out there. Which quite frankly, sorry, but I'm more into storytelling. So when it comes like to storylines and and like making good matches, who would you suggest to bring in? For me personally, it is Vince Russo, which is hands down the most successful writer in the history of wrestling. Which I know there's a lot of people that are going to disagree with me on that, but it, but honestly, like there's something that I do want to say, and that is when it comes like to ratings, there's nobody that even matches up to him. So. Yes, I am a proud member of the Cal Nation, but I am also a proud member of the Russo brand army as well. So, cheers up. Cheers God off. You guys, and keep on keeping on. Gabba, hey, gabba man. Gabba, gabba, we. Yo, thanks for all the the kind words uh, about the pod. I dig it. And also, you're allowed to listen to Vince Russo as well. Um, I uh, um, I wanted to hear what his gimmick talk was at the top. He said he drives a Mercedes. Said something about Kakalaki, which is a nickname for North Carolina and South Carolina. Oh, that yeah, sounded yeah, like yeah. a bit of gibberish, but it was a real thing. Yeah, listen, man, who would I bring in for this? I don't. I actually don't think that's the 
the question. Now, yeah, Vince Russo, guys like that, you know, you're a Vince Russo head that you don't have to be apologetic. You're allowed to listen to other podcasts as well. Uh, I think we offer a different product than a, than a man like Vince Russo. But I think also you need to bring in new talent and old talent. And there needs to be a creative flow of ideas. People need to feel comfortable to fail in there. Everything I hear about the creative process of WB is that Vince, it's Vince's show. You know, it sounds like Vince comes in, rewrites everything, changes it, everything's changed. You know, he does his thing, it's his vision, and everyone's kind of there. So if, if writers don't feel like they have an actual voice, now obviously you need somebody to make calls. You need a showrunner. You need someone who's like, this is what the show, this is this is the call. Uh, this is the direction we're going. Sorry, but help us make it work. You need someone to make those calls. But there needs to be a healthy flaw of it. And it feels like everything you hear about WB is that it's, it's a little bit controlled by the McMahon um, voice. So I think it doesn't bring in fresh new talent, bring in guys like Bruce Pritchard. I'm all for it. But everybody needs to respect each other. Look, the best stuff gets made in places where 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 true um uh you know god i've heard an argument against this so i'm kind of going back of my thought is but <laughs> but if you're making a product as big as wb uh it's helpful to have a healthy flow of ideas uh so that that's all i would say is and you want to bring in new voices you want to you need diversity you need diverse opinions and diverse voices so if you're saying like oh it doesn't feel like fun i'm more storytelling you're saying there's no place for acrobatics no you just have to you have to both acrobatics are great with storytelling but if you only have one without the other it doesn't work so you need to have all of it i've heard arguments people saying that anything made by committee is inherently going to be watered down and bad. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I've heard people say that before, and I think it just depends on what the project is. If you have the right people in there, a group of people uh, is good, but there's no point in having people in a room who don't get heard. Then what's the point of them? Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll let you know if I ever uh, right there. I'll let you know if I, I I'll come. I'll shoot. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, let's see. Do I have any cash in on... All right, here. I think we got one more. What up, Jabroniacs? This is the ordinary man who can do ordinary things. Petroniac, Petroniac Neil Parrish, a.k.a. the Neil World Order, calling with a quick compliment and question. Question, uh, Dan, Alex, just want to know what match are you looking forward to most this Mania weekend? I'm looking forward to Matt Riddle versus Velveteen Dream. Just two stars uh, that are on the ascend and only going to get bigger and better from here on out. And two, uh, my compliment would be just to you, Dan, Alex, Jamodiac Nation, and even that Jabron um, Lederman for making Mania Weekend uh, just such a fun experience. I think being able to uh, just take in all the festivities and meet some of you and see some of you again uh, is just making this Mania Weekend even more special. So thank you, everybody, and looking forward to a great weekend with all y'all. Take care. Yo, Cheers Neil. Up. Cheers up, Neil. Cheers up, Neil. And, we, we, and, and uh, uh, I think that, dude, like, I think you, not to, like, toot our own horn here and what we do here, but it's kind of amazing, like, when I, going into Calmania and going into WrestleMania weekend, when I started this podcast, where I was at mentally, where, where, what my vision for this podcast was and how much it's grown, how much it's exceeded my expectations and how, how much the impossible is possible with the podcast not to be motivational speaker but to think that like wrestlemania weekend i used to I, this is my fifth wrestlemania in a row um uh, which is kind of nuts 
But if I think about my experience going to WrestleMania the first year I went, mere five years ago, until my experience now where we're going in, I got we got a community that are all coming together, and we have our own event that we're all pretty much excited for that is stressing me out beyond belief, and I don't even care. It's good stress, you know, and that we have a full weekend of not just sitting around all day like, hey, maybe let's go to the spa or whatever. No, like we're loaded with events. I'm doing stand-up after, and it's like, hey, you want to come to Ziggler's show at midnight? Come check it out. Like, if you're a jabroniac, you have a full weekend of activities. We have the tailgate before it, and uh, it blows it blows my fucking mind. You know what I'm saying? It actually blows my mind. I think it's... Uh, 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 so thank you. I, I'll take the compliment. Sometimes you got to take the compliment, right, Anosh? You got you to gotta just take it. I think... That it's a testament to you guys, the fans who listen to this podcast, who support this podcast, who are patrons of this podcast. Uh, Patreon.com slash community wrestling, just to be a dumb shill. Uh, 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 look, because I don't, because guys, I don't mask it. I didn't put it in the kayfabe. Like, I mentioned it to get you to sign up. No, it really, flat out, it supports the show. It motivates me when people sign up. When I Every time somebody signs up, I get an email and then I go like, Oh, that's awesome because I worked really hard this week and someone actually wants to do it. But the thing about all the people are coming out, like I see the tickets we've sold and people message me, hey, can I help you out in any way for Calmania? And I'm like, yo, you just helped me by being there. Pick up one of our t-shirts. Like the fact that we can even sell these t-shirts, I order them and I'm like, oh, I know people are going to buy it. It's, it's, it's amazing because I was here since day one, obviously. I recorded the first episode of this podcast, not in the studio, in my living room. I ordered a... a, a um, a blue a snowball microphone <laughs> off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, all right, this one looks good. Someone told me to get it. And I, I hit record. My friend, Matthew Brian Cohen, who's been on this podcast before, he sh- came over, showed me how to use audacity, and I didn't even record through the microphone. You know what I mean? You go back to the first step, and you're like, oh, I just love wrestling. I think that I have something to add to this. I think that this kind of podcast doesn't exist, where it's just we are celebrating it professional wrestling and it's amazing to see that that was true and so this weekend when I get to meet people to go into Wrestlemania I can't believe the comparison of Wrestlemania 31 my first Wrestlemania walking in just me and a couple friends watching the show going to sleep after whatever we got a little Taco Bell after and it was like that was fun going in now where we have our own stuff it's it's mind-blowing it's amazing so thank you Neil but I want to say thank you to you guys for listening and uh, listen, listen, supporting and helping this podcast. Some of you guys say, I look forward to it every Thursday. It helps me get to the right day. That's, I appreciate that. You guys help me so much more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even when I started here, this show is completely different. Right. Different face of the show. Way less listens, way less engaging. Right. But now look at it. You got a community behind you. It's unbelievable. So I'm ex- thank you, Neil. And uh, that's the the uh, segment where we blow smoke up my ass. But look, there's nothing left to be said here. Yes, could I say that I love the AJ Orton segment? I thought it was cool. They're selling the you got one move, you're co- saying you're a corporate bitch. You get suspended for failing drug tests. I'm pumped for that AJ Orton match because the storytelling of I'm the indie guy versus I'm the fucking talent. Like, that could be the main event of WrestleMania. Easy. The storytelling is there. I love that. Do I love Kevin Owens leaving the, the ring during the KO show? He Anytime sits gets spicy, he's like, yo, I'm out. I love that. I love that. But the time for talk's over. It's like, let's go enjoy WrestleMania weekend. Let's enjoy Cal Mania. Let's enjoy each other. Come up to me. 
get a sticker, take a picture with the cow title when I win it back from that fucking piece of trash when I slay the cheat. Adam Letterman this weekend, and, and and then we'll get back to normal next week. And you know what people say? The beauty of Calmania and, 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 and the Cal podcast, the Cal universe, is uh, we thrive in lull times, daddy. Some of our best work is during lull times, and we got to get creative. We got to have fun because the product is not having fun. Well, we have fun here, okay? Other podcasts will drop off. No, not this pod. You know, we'll be back uh, in full swing, except I'll be back here with... The cow title. So I'm going to rattle off my WrestleMania 35 predictions, and then let's end this thing. And you get over to patreon.com slash wrestling, and you can listen to the bonus episode of me. I'm going to talk about more in depth, a little bit about the Becky stuff, uh, uh, and walk through the Becky timeline, what I think went right, what I think went wrong. I've covered some of it on here, but uh, you go to patreon.com slash wrestling. That'll be available for uh, 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 the patrons. Uh, uh, here. Predictions. Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins. I think Seth Rollins will win that match clean. I think it's time to uh, 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 knight Seth. Ronda Rousey, Charlotte, Becky. I am going to choose. It is the it is the main event. Oh, my God. This has to be Becky. I'm choosing Becky. Buddy Murphy, but I think Charlotte might win. Uh, Buddy Murphy, Tony Nese. I'm going to choose Buddy Murphy to stay the champ. That's no question. Triple H versus Batista. I will be choosing Triple H and I will be Batista's last match. Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. I think this match will not be versus Baron Corbin. And I think Kurt Angle will go out on his back to John Cena. But I think Kurt Angle will lose. Uh, so I guess technically Baron Corbin. Shane versus The Miz. I think The Miz wins and I think we start painting The Miz. AJ Styles, Randy Orton. So this is the match that's interesting because whoever wins this match, it matters a lot even though it's not for a match. It arguably matters more than other matches. Would they give this to AJ over Orton? Uh, I think the answer is yes. I think AJ Styles wins that clean. Keep the AJ Styles brand high. Andre the Giant battle Royal. Uh, Royal. Fuck. Um... I think that'll be Braun Strowman or uh, Michael Che. <laughs> think Michael Che or uh, Callan Jost? I don't know. Who cares? Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe. Che. Michael Che. It's, it's the time. It's the hey, right che. time oh, for yeah. Michael Che. They got to paint Che. It's time to paint Che. Lashley, Finn Balor. Balor, Balor will win. Roman Reigns, McIntyre. Roman Reigns will definitely win. Boston Hug will retain. Daniel Bryan for Kofi, K- Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. Now, I'm saying oh, this is just going to be like a happy night. Uh, women's battle. What, what that's on the card for the trophy? I have no idea. Oscar, that'll probably be like Drew Carey or something. Uh, Usos, Ricochet. I think I think they'll just give Ricochet and Alistair those titles because why the fuck not? Yeah. So that's the match. Anyway, everybody, I'll see you this weekend at Calmedia. Oh, you got something? Yeah, I got an answer. Oh, for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know how in like the 16th century. Right. Uh, before science really became accepted as a practice, Absolutely, it was like yeah. church and re- church and religion yeah. was like the major accepted yeah, way yeah. of thinking about things. But, so, but Galileo kind of disagreed with this, and in order to spread his message in this little town outside of Florence, right. he would he would contact people at their homes and he would ask them what their favorite scary movie was, and then if that conversation went south and he didn't like right. the answer, yeah. he would gut them like a fish. Right. And then he would go after the rest of the kids in the high schools and he'd, right. and he'd kill all of them too. Right, right, right. Okay, so we got it. So that was it. That was yeah. it. See, that, and he wore, that, he wore that, a mask is when he did this. That was more like it. That's yeah, what I was looking I for the whole time. So and then he got arrested and of course it wasn't. Right. Yeah. So that's what Galileo did. Um, uh, you heard it here second. I think he was the man in the iron mask actually. 
That's what Leonardo DiCaprio was uh, recreating in that movie. Right. Galileo. Yeah, but that's the Galileo origin story, right? Yep. Uh, yep. The, the, yeah, yeah. That's it, right here. And then he became a heel. Yeah. And then, yeah, absolutely. So I think, all right, so we got that. That's Galileo's deal. Um, and uh, I loathe myself. Uh, the one thing I want you guys to remember about Becky, because I just played that, is I have criticisms about Becky. But remember, the thing I said is that Becky had a moment. I told it to her face that you are solidified because of that moment. And she is. People are kind of dissatisfied by a little bit of it. They're like, oh, this doesn't, uh, I'm a little confused here. They still love her. They still cheer for her. They're still going Becky, Becky, because Becky is uh, in the sweet spot. She's in that Austin zone. Uh, so even if her work's a little off, doesn't matter. The writing's a little off, doesn't matter. So anyway, all right, everybody, check out the bonus episode for more. Patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. I'll see you at Calmania Saturday, April 6th, 4 p.m. If you don't know that by now, that's nuts. I'll see you at the Cal Tailgate at MetLife Stadium. Lot G, meet, uh, Lot G13, median. Uh, 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 we're going to have food, tailgate. We're going to have uh, rain or shine. There'll be tents. It's going to be great. Remember, wear your dope ass merch to Calmania. We're going to be celebrating people's merch. We're going to have a full bar there. Calmania Limited Edition. Dan Black first, Adam Letterman t shirts are available with a Cal logo on the sleeve, Bullet Club style. Um, Dolph Ziggler will be in the house and check out the contract signing on the Facebook page on Friday. There will be a lot. And also quick plug for my friend, uh, wrestling for sales, having the pop up noon to 4 PM. You're looking for something to do before, uh, Calmania. It's uh, down, uh, in the East village. You can check out these, all the dopest ass merch. Check it out at wrestling for sale for all the info. It's at the blind barber. Uh, check that out. But hey, everybody, hashtag Calmania. Let's do it, baby. Next week when I'm in here, I will be sitting here with the cow fucking title. Everybody, gaba gaba we cheers up. Keep watching wrestling, kids. Comedians of wrestling I listen on Thursday This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.